SAFM leading the conversation. The viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Hello, Black Mermaid. Good evening. How are you? I'm well, thank you very much. Fantastic. Captain Londuengobo is passionate about unlocking Africa's oceans economy. She's a global ship navigator and Africa's first female dredge master. With over 13 years of experience in the maritime industry, her background includes maritime studies, international merchant shipping, advanced dredging from the Netherlands, as a former maritime compliance manager for Transnet National Ports Authority as well. She has served on various boards in the transport sector and utilized these positions to advocate for the inclusion of women and youth in continuous development of Africa's transport profession through training and employment. Through public speaking engagements, Londi has impacted so many lives by instilling bold global thinking and agility to those who have had a privilege to see her in action. She's on the line and she's going to talk to us about a career that is as bright as bright gets. Londi, thank you indeed, and we do certainly hope that whatever was the challenge yesterday has been taken care of. Let's talk about your profession in the truest sense. You're a dredge master. You're out in the waters, treacherous waters sometimes, doing work that is unseen but whose impact is profound. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for welcoming me back. Uh, thank you. So, yes, I'm a ship navigator by profession. I drive ships in a nutshell or rather in layman's terms. And, yeah, that's pretty much what I do, passionate about what I do and hoping to multiply Hence, I'm back home now, uh, uh, spreading the word about the ocean economy and the opportunity thereof within my industry. In relation to that, your value as a dredge master is not just in terms of removing silt deposits and whatever underground, but I mean, it's both a maritime function, so to speak, as it is a technological function. I mean, imagine some 20, 30 years ago when there were being cables put underground in the ocean floor so that we could connect the world as we are now connected. From a military perspective as well, the dangers that are embedded in the water and the opportunities for submarines to navigate. These are the kinds of things you, as somebody who's a dredge master, is always invariably involved in. So you are on the one aspect, on the one end of the scale, a military official, or could quite easily be a military official, and on the opposite scale, you could be someone very valuable to commerce. For instance, imagine the construction of the Panama Canal and the kinds of skills, your skills in particular, that are required for that. Yeah, so so my background is on commercial shipping. So I <clears throat> work for Maersk Shipping Lines, that's container ships. So that's uh, my, my core background has been on commercial ships globally. And coming back to <clears throat> South Africa, I had landed with uh, the National Ports Authority on their dredges. And yes, as, you, as you've rightfully said, um, <clears throat> so what we do, we, we, we dredge sand. That's how I like to explain it. We dredge sand, fresh sand, and pump it into the beach. That's what that's that's the core business, and then we would dredge the harbors so we can maintain the depth of the of the of the seabed for bigger vessels to come through to our harbors. That's just the basic of sure. what uh, dredge masters do. Uh, but holistically, within my profession, is just ship navigation for all kinds of ships you can imagine. 
Let's talk about your passion, particularly in relation to unlocking Africa's oceans economy. South Africa specifically has Operation Mm -hmm. Pagisa 2016 initiated Mm -hmm. by then President Zuma. Some 3,000 kilometers of coastline in the country hardly utilized for the kinds of value it has. And which is worse, and I'm sure this is something you particularly have an opinion on, the many unaccounted for vessels in South Africa's territorial waters in the EEZ, economic, Special Economic Zones, so SEZs are bigger part, it must be something of concern to you more, especially when we look at the ocean's economy's potential and how, one, we are not using it, and two, is now the subject of trawling from vessels that are not known to South Africa's mm-hmm. Navy. Yeah, so so that's, that's precisely why my intention, coming back to advocate for our industry, it starts from just way, way uh, uh, at the surface level in terms of awareness. Because whatever officials and the government initiate, it can never have enough depth and it can never have enough uh, 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 support without basic awareness from our communities. Where, where I'm sitting now is with the stats of just the seafarers alone being only 2% of females within my industry, the, the South African maritime industry not being well known by, by, by our, our people of color, by the communities that we come from. That's where it starts for me, before we even get to the technicalities of it. And that's exactly what we, we're hoping to achieve, to get people to understand that, yes, as much as we're fighting for our land, but the ocean also belongs to us, and it comes with so much opportunities. I mean, when you think of a truck driver, you can't imagine that being linked with ships. If you think of someone with in hospitality with, with a, 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 a hospitality background, they don't imagine it. Uh, 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 as, as opportunities that may tie up to the maritime industry. If you look at the security companies, they're not even imagining of being security companies for shipping, for ships that come into our waters. So it starts from there for, for, for me. And I think it's uh, whatever that the Operation Pakisa is pushing now, and, uh, and, and rightfully so, they have moved quite a mile. But so many questions keep arising as to how far, how and when will we see the difference. And I think as a collective, Mm. we will start seeing the difference if we know what we're talking about. Let's talk a little bit more then about the ocean's economy, particularly South Africa's potential, and how we could kickstart that. Many South African universities, for instance, universities in East London, Fort Hare, Nelson Mandela University in Port Elizabeth, UCT, UWC, Stellenbosch, all along the coast. You go further up to the east, UKZN, as well as the Durban University of Technology. They all have potential, so to speak, including Zululand for that matter, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to develop the kind of curricula and the skills and the science, if you like, that can really tap into the ocean's economy. And you can almost even divide the kind of research that is to be conducted or could be conducted. You've got Port Norleth, I mean, Port Mm -hmm. Norleth on the West Coast, relatively untapped, tremendous potential there by the Atlantic. How would you, as somebody who's got such a close relationship with our seas move in a direction to perhaps inculcate that culture in academia to focus on research so that the ocean's economy of this country could yield better returns, more especially with the economic outlook as bleak as it is? Hmm. Again, it comes back to, this, to, to awareness, and that's, and, that's, and that's precisely, I think, the core 
of where we as a, as a country can move and see and yield results within our industry. So when you look at uh, 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 the demand versus supply for the, 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 the cadets, that is the trainees for, 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 for the ships, we're starting to see a decline in interest <clears throat> for our industry because we have more youth sitting at home without being placed on ships. So it's not like our days. I'm 13 years within the industry. Mm. By the, when I started, we were pretty much like me. We got ships and got placed. Right now, South Africa only has close to five uh, registered ships. We only have five. So we don't even own our own territory that we're trying to transform mm. so much. Absolutely. So we just five ships registered and and you can imagine how busy the Durban Harbour is I don't even want to imagine uh, to just count the other but we're so busy and the ships coming in and out every single minute we don't hold any tonnage as a country so if we don't hold tonnage we cannot own ships so it runs so much deeper to saying needs to plant this carrot so we can be able to own some sort of Tonnage and start owning our ships and be able to, to, to trade with our own resources. That way we can have a bit of ownership. Right now we're having to negotiate with uh, a foreign uh, ship owners because South Africa just doesn't have ships. So from, 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 from things that are as minor as that, I do believe that where we are with Pagisa, we are 10 steps ahead trying to, 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 to make things work when we've missed the, 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 the initial uh, uh, stages of collective awareness and understanding for the ocean's economy and then moving forth uh, as a collective. Mm, you know, However, I do appreciate the, 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 the inland um, small harbour creation that uh, Operation Pagesa is looking at because now we will be able to do fishing, we'll be able to have uh, inland water cruise uh, 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 cruises being utilized by the community. So it's good intention, but I do think that there's a lack of, 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 of pure, pure love for the ocean, for a black man, so to speak. I, I would love to have a conversation with you together with the Minister of Department of Trade, Industry and Competition in Minister Patel, just to get a sense as to exactly what South Africans should be thinking about. It's not enough to have this conversation for what a fleeting 10 minutes of and think we get a sense as to what we are doing and doing right in relation to the ocean's economy. But, but I mean, you mentioned that South Africa only has five ships registered in the population's name, in the country's name, that has got to be a threat to our national sovereignty. In other words, you've got all these many operators at our seas and none of them, bar five, are controlled and captained by South Africans. Now, that's not just an economic threat. It's a very much a political threat. And that's why we are seeing many vessels, a lot of them coming from China, who've got some 2,000 ships the world over operating in seas without the necessary licenses. We've mm-hmm. seen them being bombed in Argentina. We saw them being captured off the coast of East London, I think it was a couple of years ago. These mm-hmm. are the challenges of us not owning our seas, essentially. Final comment. Precisely. Precisely. I couldn't have said it better than my, my, myself. But you, you, you get it completely. And I would love to further the conversation. Still too short. Let's do that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ms. Londi Wengobo, Dredge Master. Africa's first female Dredge Master. But if you can forget all of that, never forget this. She's the Black Mermaid. 2049. Thanks, Londi.